Fearless and Successful podcast is hosted by Coach D. That is me. <laughs> Designed for change makers just like you. As a coach, activator of human potential, and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast to inspire you to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. I love all things mindset, money, and manifestation. So I will be sharing my favorite tips and tricks to help you activate your infinite potential by taking aligned and inspired action. You can also expect fearless stories from leaders around the world who designed life and business on their own terms. If we can do it, so can you. If you're ready, my fearless friend, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, another fearless and successful show with your coach D. And I have an amazing abundance coach, you guys, from South, South Africa. Lee Robeck is with me, and I'm so, so delightful and so excited to have him on. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Dijana. Thank you, D, for having me. Um, Lee, so before we kick this off with your incredible story and your tools and your teachings and what you do in the world, I just want to give you a proper introduction so my, my listeners and, and your listeners now can hear something more about you. So you're an abundance coach and one of South Africa's best trained speakers. You traveled to Boston in USA to receive your training at the Harvard of Professional Speaking Schools, the Bill Goey Speech Workshop. Lee helps entrepreneurs clear money blocks and attract clients easily. He works with entrepreneurs from all over the world, and these business persons are experiencing quantum leaps in their results because of the idea you teach. That's so remarkable, and I'm just so excited to, to talk to you and have this conversation um, how you overcome some of your fears and what are the learnings and lessons that you can pass on. So yeah, tell me where, where did you start it? Like how, how have you gone to this path of being an abundance coach? So in my previous life, uh, D, I was a, um, in an, in an IT corporate career. And at some point in my early thirties, I was, you know, on a search for meaning, I wanted to, I was looking for more, you know, I was earning a good salary. I was, you know, life was pretty good, but they felt like there was something missing. And, and uh, when I started asking questions, the answers started coming in and a friend um, basically told me I had a dream and, and I was a speaker and he had seen me on a stage and does this dream make any sense to you? And after asking privately, asking uh, the questions internally, this dream of his was almost like an answer. And that set me on this journey. Uh, the following year, he gave me that, um, or oh, he told me about the dream in August uh, 2013. And the very next year, I started my journey as a public speaker and as a coach. Uh, 2014 was when I went to the Bull Gove speech workshop. I um, I went to the Dale Carnegie course for effective communications. I became a Toastmaster, like, you know, many speakers out there, that's where they start. And, um, and that led me to Bob Proctor and eventually coming full-time into this business. So that's kind of just like a, 
overview of 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 or summary of my journey into into the area I'm in now. So what are the like what was the what what is the like the most common thing that you help people with through your coaching and through your speeches? What 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 are some of the you mentioned money blocks? What are some of the challenges that people are experiencing coming to you um, to teach them and to guide them? Sure. So if you come from a household where people got onto assets through debt that's programmed into you and that's generally the way you're going to operate um, why do we get third fourth fifth generation welfare recipients why do kids who come from wealthy households um, tend to go on to become wealthy or live in a certain way with certain luxuries it's all um all about what's programmed into us uh, in our formative years or in our, in, our, in, our, in our younger years, you know, adolescence and, 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 and I'd actually say not to seven. So all these ideas are programmed into what we call a paradigm. Now, paradigm is a pattern. It's a program that's lodged in a section of your subconscious. And this paradigm dictates how much money you earn. It dictates uh, how well you're going to do in business, in your career, and the paradigm is made up of three things, uh, your belief system, your habits, and your self-image, mm. how you see yourself. Now, how I help to answer your question, uh, Coach D, uh, how I help my clients is we identify the limiting beliefs. We identify the limiting habits or the habits that are holding them back, the negative habits, and, um, and we replace them with beliefs that are in alignment with the goal that they are going after. And then we also upgrade their self-image so that they internally, they see themselves as the person who has already accomplished their goal. Because ultimately, um, we cannot outperform our self-image and your self-image will show you exactly or, you know, it literally keeps you locked in a specific um, result, position, income. So, so you've got to upgrade it. I don't, I don't know. That was a long-winded answer to your question, but I no, hope I've good. answered your question. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I love that you actually gave us a, a framework of what paradigm is because it's so powerful, I think. And what you said, we cannot outperform our self-image. Like, that's so cool. It's really like how you see yourself. And I know that a lot of people think like manifestation is about what you do, what you achieve. It's not that. It's really about that resonance, who you are. And if you don't have that self-image, you cannot achieve anything. <laughs> what is more than what you what you already embody, right? Absolutely. And you said in alignment with the goal. I love that. Like really having that that new belief system that is in alignment with the goal so take us there like i want to talk about that because alignment is such a big word out there right now so let's talk about that so when you set the big goal you know generally i'm sure with your clients or the work you do you help your clients set the big goal something that's way out there but the thing is it's way out there it's something you know this person really desires they want but they've got all of this limiting um, 
ideas in the subconscious. And I, I often say, you, you mentioned alignment now, that the belief system, the paradigm, the self-image has to catch up with the goal. And um, that's a process, uh, you know, to, to, to get that done. Obviously, um, the only way, there's, there's one of two ways you're going to shift the paradigm or, or upgrade the ideas in your subconscious, the beliefs, the habits, or the self-image is one of two ways. One is an emotional impact because the subconscious is the emotional mind. You know, bang, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, loss of a relationship. Um, normally, emotional impact is negative. It can be positive, but it's normally it's negative. 9-11 was very negative, right, D? And um, in South Africa, yeah, we had a very positive one in 1995 with the Rugby World Cup with uh, Nelson Mandela and Francois Pien. So it can be positive, uh, but generally it's negative. The other way to upgrade your paradigm so that it's in alignment with your goal is through constant spaced repetition of the same idea over and over and over. So to maybe put it more succinctly in terms of how your listeners would shift their paradigm so that they can accomplish their goal is they need to get involved in some elite level mindset coaching program combined with professional coaching over a reasonable period of time. You know, I don't know how many months, how many months do you generally work with your clients? D? So it, it depends. It really depends. Sometimes like when we do the private work is three months and then we would extend that, um, most of our clients do extend because they get such a great results. But with our students in our group program, that's like a lifetime process. They are inside the program and the teamwork. Um, we now have, we are blessed that we have two coaches that are really um, amazing and myself. So we do, uh, yeah, different, different things, different containers, right? Um, but you would agree that no lives are changed. In it has to be consistent. I believe that, and what we essentially want to talk about, like you, you know, mindset is everything. And I don't think that absolutely it's never like done work. It's something that we need to work daily. And I just recently, um, one of my coaches said, like when you, when you, and that's probably like people who are in the, the space, they feel it when, when you are at your lowest, when you are at your worst, that's when you need to work your protocol. That's when you need to shift your mindset. And that's where it's, it's easy when it's good, right? It's easy when everything is in flow, but when shit hits the fan, I'm just going to say it like then is the really to do the work, to push through and to do the, the mindset work. And, and, and it's never easy. Right. Look, there's two things as you were talking there that struck me, uh, D. My mentor, Bob Proctor, he says, it's easy to have a good attitude when things are going well. The real professionals have an even better attitude when their back's against the wall. Exactly what you were sharing. And you mentioned mindset being such a key component to success. Another, you know, if I can quote Bob, he says, success is 95% mindset, 5% strategy. People are often working on strategy or looking for the next best thing with, you know, this way of doing. But 
the the core or the 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 source of our our results is is mindset yeah yeah because yeah that's so powerful well i i i work with you know with tony robbins and he says 80 20 right so that's even more powerful like 95% i like that because i think it's also mindset essentially dictates so how tony puts that like it's really what you think is what you what you emotionally attract who you are being and then you create that action and action creates results right um and i think that having that healthy mindset and working on that creates the powerful results and you get to i think it's also the strategy where we where the strategy comes in it's something that is replicable and something that is teachable from someone else where the mindset is your access your own your own I, I don't know like your own resource and strategies from someone else so really trusting that you have everything within that's for me that's the most powerful knowing spot on spot on um we just a lot of people get hung up with regards to strategy you know and and the truth is the answers inside yeah. So as you work on yourself, the answers come or the way will be shown. There is, like you say, the emotional aspect, the action aspect, like Tony Robbins says. Um, but the, you could be taking a boatload or massive action if you're not in the right emotional state, if you're not in the right vibration, you're not going to get a lot of headway. Whereas you'll find some people who have the mindset tuned correctly, They'll take subtle actions or actions that are you aligned with the universe and boom, things yes. move into to action wow. like so quickly. Wow, that is so good. That is so good. I love that you said like really it can be a small aligned and inspired action. We talk about this. I talk about this, about aligned inspired action and massive action, massive imperfect action, something that it's inspired and it's inspired within because Here's the thing, what I realized, because I was such a big on strategy, I've been in business for different businesses for 20 years. And I know that okay. I know all bits and pieces. I work with some of the most amazing people in the world. Um, strategy, if it's applied um, from someone else, they put their own spin and their own mindset into the, the results and success. And if it's not from your perspective if it's not applied from your own mindset and your own resources that strategy will not work for you as it worked for people who actually gave you the strategy because it's a absolutely. different mental game right absolutely i mean a simple example that i think everyone would be able to relate to with regards to to mindset is you could be prospecting or reaching out to people on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on via message, you know, and you're saying the same thing mm -hmm. that your colleague who is succeeding is saying, but they get in more yeses or more interested people than you. Mm -hmm. And what you've got to recognize, it's the energy that we're sending it out with. So like, you know, instead of saying, you know, I'm a bother to this person or, you know, this person, you know, might not like getting this message. Instead of saying that, mentally play this game and say, you know, 
Mary's happy to hear from me and she engages. You know, she's hopped onto a call with me and we had a great conversation and such a great connection. Boom, send the message. So you're sending it out of that intention or that sort of uh, attitude with regards to mindset. And I've experienced this personally. The responses start going through the roof purely based on the energy we send it out with because people pick up your energy on a message. Even if it's a text message, they pick up on your energy. Wow. And we come to the second thing that is even more important than mindset, right? It's energy. I do believe that energy is everything, like, because it's that vibration that we, that we are operating from, right? And um, that is so true. I just love what you said, that intention. I think that nowadays, like, people really lack of that intention. Why do I even want to connect with this person? Why are we even having this conversation, right? It's so much about being attached to the certain result and to the outcome and to the goal and not thinking that you are actually having a conversation with the real human. Like there is an intent. There is a possibility that you might impact that person and that person can impact you. And that is a powerful knowing, right? Love that, but but that would be coming into every conversation with an attitude of service. Yes, yeah. Or an attitude of how can I leave this person better because they've come across my path. You know, it's it's that's also a mental switch, right? And and my mentor he calls that the number one key to success, leaving everyone with the impression of increase, leaving everyone a better off than you found them, right? And we do it the, by complimenting people. We do it in our energy. I mean, if, if you're in a high vibration, you're going to leave everybody around you, you know, in a better state. We do it in giving money away. We do it in giving somebody a gap in traffic, you know, opening a door for someone, whether it's a, a literal door or a figurative door, you know, giving them a gap in business or, you know, there's just so many ways. And, Bob says, if you form the habit of leaving everyone you meet better than you found them, you'll never lack for anything a day in your life. Wow. I love that. That is so powerful. What a powerful intent to live by, right? Absolutely. And I mean, it's what it puts you in such a great vibration. I mean, it makes you feel good. The law is perfect, right? The universal laws are perfect. So as we do good, as we leave others with the impression of increase, it comes back straight away because we move into this amazing feeling state. I mean, a gift of giving. Absolutely. Giving, love, giving compassion, giving, you know, your being in that state of service. Wow, I love this. This is so powerful. Do you love giving? Do you enjoy giving? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Like people know me. I'm a giver. I'm a <laughs> giver. That's my natural state. Um, I'm also learning to receive. Um, it has been a rough season for me. Um, so I'm really liking that exchange of giving my heart. This, this is my natural state. I, I love to give. I love to be in service. But also getting the support that I need to, to bounce back to, no, not to bounce back, bounce forward, right? We want to go <laughs> forward. Um, 
So yeah, I'm also in a very receptive mode right now. Um, very open to receive. So yeah, I love to give. And I just feel that it's always that exchange. Circulation. Yeah. Um, Bob Proctor's mentor, Ray Stanford, mm -hmm. taught him to willingly give and graciously receive. Willingly give and graciously receive. Wow, those are some awesome bombs. <laughs> I mean, um, the, the receiving is part of the giving. It's not the, you know, we don't give because it's law. It's going to come back. It, it has to, you know, but so receiving is part of it. We've got to graciously receive. I mean, think of it. Sometimes we're so proud or we're so determined in our giving that when somebody else gives to us, it's almost like we immediately shut it down. No, 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 I don't need that. Thank you, but no thank you. But the thing is, you could be short-circuiting this person's blessing. Yes. So open up your heart and just say thank you and take it, you know, thank you. And, and allow your blessings to flow, but also allow theirs to flow. Yes, this was exactly what I was thinking. I wanted to share before you shared it. So that's such an alignment. I know that one of my mentors, she said, Dee, you're such a giver. And you are now in a, that was last year, around summer. And she said, please, how, we, how can we, our community support you? I said, like, I'm girl, girl, I'm good, I'm fine. I don't need anything. And she said, like, come on, like, seriously, yeah. you are taking away the gift, our gift of giving, because you don't want to receive. And that was like, damn, if I want to give and someone would block me from giving that gift, I would be sad. And she's, she essentially said that. Why are you blocking us from giving the gift we want to give you and you are not receptive? And that shifted my mind. And I said, like, how can I be so selfish when I tend to give and I expect people to receive? And on the other side, I am not accepting. I'm not accepting the gift of someone else. Right. And, and that's something we've got to learn, right? Yeah. We've got to we've got to actually it, it was a journey for me as well. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's, honestly, today I'm happy to receive. I'll receive from anywhere, anyhow. But I didn't, I was similar to you. I was initially, I was like, no, I want to give you rather, you know, so. But it's not an expectation, right? That you need to receive, right? I think that that's. No, no, there's no expectation. Right? No. Like and you're giving, not demanding it. Yeah, right. Giving from, from no expectation. I think that's also something that Tony Robbins always says. Um, change your expectations for appreciation like giving and, and the secret to living is giving that's one of the powerful mantras that he says it's really about giving not expecting anything and when you get it like being open to receive yeah so powerful oh my god there's some some really hot nuggets i was writing willingly give and graciously receive oh um i want to know from from you like what is exciting right now for you in 2022? Where are you going with your coaching, with your impact? 
what are some of the things that you are doing in the world that are really cre creating that paradigm shift? Um, and, you know, what can people learn from you and what are some of the things that you So I'm excited about a few, two, two or three things. Um, I've been partaking a lot in summits. Uh, so there's a lady out in the US, uh, Kimberly Crow, and she puts on these summits where she invites speakers from all over the world. And I've been on two, two of her summits in the past three months and really, you know, reaching a lot of people and, 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 and getting my message out there. Um, so that's good. That I'm excited about. I'm excited to do one a month with her for, for 2022. And then I'm excited about my own webinars um, where I'm attracting people from all over the world uh, into my monthly webinars. And, and I'm just excited about this current group that I'm working with. I mean, there's, there's such amazing breakthroughs that are happening. And, you know, I, to be honest, I can't entirely take all the credit for it because, you know, Bob Proctor, whose system or methodologies I use with my clients, He's been at this for 60 years, D. So it's literally taking them through the system and watching them take off like rockets. Like there's a lady here in South Africa um, who's working with me for three and a half months and her goal is to earn or turnover goal of 600,000 per month and 600,000 South African rands. And in December, the 12th, 13th, she phoned me and she had already hit about 550 for the month. And that was early in December. And um, what excites me is just seeing these entrepreneurs take off, you know, they, because that just makes things easier, you know, um, especially entrepreneurs with great hearts, you know, the more resources, the more flow of, 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 of money, the more, the bigger, the difference you can make in the world, the more comfortable your family. I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's something that gets me excited, honestly, is, is to see people win. I love that. How, how heart centered you are. And, you know, we know that when we, one of my mentors always said, like, we are here to change the world one person at a time, starting with you, and me today, right? Right here, right now. And it's really about that being humble that you are creating that ripple effect, really changing her and her story. She will be able to change so many people. And that's, a, that's really powerful. And that's responsibility we all have in, in this industry of service and coaching, which is taking off so and I just love how heart-centered you are because we need more heart-centered coaches who are really about that impact, that positive change in the world. So, so good. I love this. Yeah, exciting. Summit's definitely something that is really, really cool where you get to create this massive impact, which is so amazing. Have you, um, do you often uh, speak on summits? Have you spoken on summits? Oh, yes. We did a lot of, uh, a lot of publicity um, and visibility in 2021, 2020. I did my own summit back in 2019. Um, I do a lot of stuff. As a business coach, that, that's just a part of some, some of the model that, that we are working. Um, right now, for us, is more... I, I'm in this transition, so I'm going to be transparent. My audience know that I'm very transparent, and I'm just going to say it how it is. I am just 
diving into my sole purpose right now, which is shifting. It's, it is evolving. Um, it is not a pivot. I think that it's expansion of what I was already creating. Um, and I don't know what 2020 will bring. I, I'm just like living in the moment. I'm living in a now and just creating content that resonates with me. I get these Amazing. powerful downloads and I'm just like, here I am. <laughs> I'm open to, to give. And um, I think it's going to be exciting because I was always operating from, I need to have that certainty. I need to have a plan. I need to have my goals. I know what are my goals and I'm not obsessed with them. I'm just like, the best thing is that I show up consistently for my tribe, for my audience, for my people. And that's really a byproduct is like how they reach out to me and they say like, I want to work with you. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I just love your energy. <laughs> And it's just like, you know, and then we get on a call and it's like, wow, they take off. So it's really that. I don't know what, I have a mastermind that is coming up in April, which is mm -hmm. something that we offered last year It's for female leaders. So that's what, what I'm excited to have more heart-centered female leaders um, in my container. And funny enough, uh, the mastermind is called Align and Scale. Um, so we talk about alignment a lot and it's really about that spiritual journey where um, women are connecting with their soul purpose and they are creating that I think that nurturing experience for 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 people in the world um, I have been operating from my masculine for so long that it's like that feminine essence is now coming up and it's really beautiful um, I think more women, <laughs> more women with that sense of care and love and compassion. This is what, what, what is essentially very exciting for me. <laughs> I actually think um, just listening to you, you're in a good space if you're operating, uh, being guided constantly. So with those intuitive hits or downloads, because as you were speaking, there's something flashed on the screen of my mind. The universe is not logical, it's magical. And the thing is, um, we want to do, 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 do the masculine, like you say, but we've also got to allow, we've just got to flow with it. And I'm working on this, you know, I'm very left brain dominated naturally. Um, and, and the thing is, the power is in the right hemisphere. It's in the, it's in the emotional connection. It's in the intuition. It's in the imagination, you know, the creative side. And, and if you operate in there, you go in more and more. Just my humble um, yeah. opinion is that it's, I think you're operating in the right space. Yeah, I think it's about that belief in yourself and trust that you're taking the, the right steps and it's again mindset like you know um i think i would not be able to trust myself so intensely if i haven't done the work and haven't been through so many challenges and really like always it's really about that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right and you like and you are really i'm safe i'm okay let yeah. me do another test and, and another just trusting myself where before I would like, I know how crazy this seems, but one of my coaches said to me, 
when we started to do webinars and he said, do the webinar. And I said, like, I don't freaking want to do webinars. I hate webinars. He said, like, just try it. And I said, like, okay. And I went into the, into the production with that mindset. I hate it. And the energy was very bad. <laughs> and the whole experience was very bad because intuitively I knew that that's not my style. You know, I knew that that's not something that I want to do. I still teach that. I still, when we work, like that's something that I give my, my clients the resources and they get to choose what is the best, best resource and best vehicle for them. Um, but I needed to try to see. So if I'm to, to guide my clients to do certain strategy, I need to test it. And that was just what it was. It was a test. And I knew from the beginning that if I go into a an experience with that bad attitude, it's going to produce bad results. And I think just trusting myself that um, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Mindset, right? So if it doesn't feel right, I agree wholeheartedly. Don't do it. No. Yeah, life is too short. And, you know, tomorrow is not granted. And if we but miss... But if it doesn't feel right, you move into that negative low down vibration you just mentioned, and that's the energy you're sending out. So what's the results that are going to come back, right? So you want to be in that high vibrational emotional state so that, you know, the effects are great. So, so if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. You know, um, I've adopted something recently, move away from people who don't make you feel good or don't treat you the way you treat yourself, you know, with the respect you treat yourself with. Um, yeah. Don't do what's not in alignment with, with, with your soul's purpose or with what you're trying to achieve. Don't do it. I mean, uh, I'm on this call with you because I want to make a difference. I want to help somebody. You know, even if it's just one person that's listening to this podcast or to this message and, and, and something hits them that changes the rest of the trajectory of their life, I'm a happy Mandy. Yes, right. Yeah, I oftentimes say like, don't do anything. Don't, don't connect with anyone that doesn't light your soul on fire. Like I think the life is, life itself is so beautiful. Even if the thickness of the challenges, it's still beautiful because it gets us to be so humble and grateful for the moments that are magical, right? Um, so it's, if I really learned that if someone or something doesn't really lights my soul on fire, I'm not going to do it. Like, and equally so, I don't take anything for granted. Just having this conversation with you just sparked so many ideas. And I'm just so, so grateful that we get to do this work and we get to have the resources to, to learn from each other and to connect and to, to create that impact um i think we live in such a beautiful day and age right. where we get to do yeah. that right it's uh -huh. such a uh -huh. powerful time right yeah completely agree i mean technology is um brought the borders down and i mean think of it even the entrepreneurs listening to us right now right they could have business all over the world from a little device that they carry in their pocket I mean, think of what we can do from this, right? I mean, um, it's crazy, right? If you, if, you and you're coming from from Bog Proctor, right? The, there was like a time when they lead these 
three, four day seminars and uh, mass, like massive ex uh, breakthroughs happening in, in the rooms where people were like, we get to create these breakthroughs in the comfort of our home. And oh. that's powerful because yeah. Yeah. someone like me, I have three kids at home. I'm a single mom. It's, it's hard. I can't travel to US and, and attend these. Now we have access to all of that. And that is really, really powerful. Um, so yeah, I think we have so much, so many resources and people who are not committed to change and to growth, that's, you know, they will take excuses because now more than ever, we have so much things that we can adopt, we can learn from and we can experience. So growth is available. Um, I've got a message for people are not into the change and growth. It's that also something, you know, my mentor says, he says, change is inevitable, but personal growth is a choice. Now, if we just look at what's happening around us in this present day, things are moving at such a rapid clip D. You know, things are changing so fast and we're not slowing down we're speeding up so if you're not growing gosh you're going to be left behind in a really quick you know you've we've got to be moving fast there there's also a book um who's this man um eric hoffer eric hoffer um you see that in times of rapid change, the learners inherit the earth while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, I, oh, I got chills. So powerful. Like, I mean, a lot of people think you go to university, you get the degree, you know, you've arrived. But the thing is, we're moving at such a rapid clip. You've got to be keeping abreast of things constantly. I mean, in our business, in your business, D, you've got to you've got to be a product of the product. How else are you going to lead your clients? You've got to be ahead of them constantly in terms of your growth, in terms of you know your mindset, your your um, your product of the product. I love that. So for me, like, you know, if I am a, a facilitator of, of the change, I have to be the change. Absolutely. Um, right? Um, Absolutely. And I think, and I think most, like, most times when I hear like, yeah, but that's you, you know, <laughs> I can do all this. Of course you can. Of course you can. If I can do it, if you can do it, we all can do it. Form, I mean, and, and it doesn't take a lot of time, right? Like maybe an hour a day, but you got to form the habit. So like you wake up and you brush your teeth every day or you wake up and you take a shower or get dressed. You want to form the habit of working on this personal growth on upgrading your mindset every day because uh, habits make or break us, right? And, and, and I mean, this is such an important habit. You look at all the major successful people throughout history, they all had this in common was they, they, um, I mean, a lot of the current, current day successful people is, is they totally tuned into personal growth and, and self-help material and, you know, attending seminars, investing in programs and causes to take them to the next level. Mm. 
Yeah, I love that. Vision talks about like really taking on Robin Sharma too, like taking the 20 minutes of, of the day, like in the morning to to learn something new. Mm-hmm. We forget about that part, right? We were such a sponges. We love to learn, but also implementing, especially for my nerds who are listening to this. Um, you have to go out, get out there. You have to create. Your knowledge doesn't serve you and it doesn't transcend into wisdom until it's applied. So let's apply more. So 20 minutes, she talks about like really improving yourself 1% and a compound effect of a year is actually 30, 36% growth. Think about that. 20 yeah. minutes a day, 1% growth, 36% at the end of the year. Powerful. Another, another, another way. Habits, of- right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's compounding like anything else, right? Like if you were to work out daily, you won't see a difference in a week or two. But if you stay consistent with it for a year or two, this muscle is going to get so strong and it's, you know, it's going to be visibly much bigger to everyone else and to, you know, but it's that consistency. And um, And it's really that like one plus one is two. And it's not plus one, it's plus plus two right so it's a really a compound right Um, sometimes we think like that's the same effort that we are putting in it's going to be the same outcome but it's really more than that because first time you get on a mat and you do yoga it's harder than the third and fourth and fifth time so the effort is different right um one of my other mentors he says that anything in the beginning, it's tough. In the middle, you kind of get used to it. Mm-hmm. At the end, it's easy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the chaos, chaos at the beginning, messy middle, and excellence at the end. Something like that. Robin Sharma talks about this too. Yeah, so good. Oh, my God. Um, I want to wrap this up with, with your story and how you, because we want to hear some of it's all about the mindset and how you approach fears and how we face our fears um i know that you have a very powerful story and just giving people that inspiration that you know and the grit and perseverance it's really about that right so please tell us like what did you have to overcome to be that you know in that state of wow i can do anything Sure. Uh, so here in South Africa, um, in the city I live in Johannesburg, in 2019, the 13th of January 2019, I was carjacked. I was hijacked on a Sunday afternoon at about quarter past two. And it happened at a shopping center close to where I stay. And all the stores were closed, but I pulled into this parking lot uh, and I was doing window shopping. I was looking through the windows at these dining tables. And the next minute, this gray uh, Volkswagen Golf pulls into the parking lot with blue lights on the dashboard. Uh, so I obviously thought it was an unmarked police vehicle. But instantly, my gut told me something's not right here. Mm. Well, anyway, these guys pulled into the parking lot. <clears throat> um, they rolled down the passenger side window. And the driver said out of the window, you know, we just got a call that someone's trying to break into one of the stores here. 
And the next minute, the passenger in front and the passenger behind the driver both jumped out with firearms in their hands, one coming to me from the left and the right-hand side. And the guy from the left front says to me, he says, you know, where's your car keys? So I say, you know, it's in my right pocket. And these two guys then proceeded to bundle me into the boot, into the trunk of my little car. I was driving a little Volkswagen Polo that's a Sunday afternoon. And I'm a big guy, D. I'm six and a half foot tall. And they lit, they literally put me in the boot of the small car. Now, to be honest with you, so we're talking mindset now, right? To be honest with you, the first 10 minutes was tough, you know, just to calm myself to, you know, recalibrate, just to gain control of what was happening between my ears. Um, but 10 minutes later, they transferred me into the trunk, into the boot of their car, the golf. So there was more leg room in there. But what started happening in the boot of that car, obviously, we mentioned, we spoke about this earlier, being a product of the product. So uh, in terms of mindset, that's the area I specialize in. And I've obviously got to be a product of the product. So I've been internalizing ideas around mindset for many years. And what started happening in that boot Ideas started popping on the screen on my mind that were really helpful that I want to share with your audience in the hope that it helps somebody listening. Now, the very first thing that came up in that boot was I run a six-month coaching program called Thinking into Results. And lesson nine in the program is a lesson on attitude. And in that lesson video, Bob says, he says, you know, he talks about a man by the name of Viktor Frankl. Now, I don't know if you are you familiar with Viktor Frankl? Viktor Frankl was a Viennese psychiatrist who spent the war years in a Nazi concentration camp. He spent years in Auschwitz. And in his little book, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl says that in the worst circumstance, we can search for meaning. Or we can try and find meaning to life. Now, I want you to think about that just for a moment. Think about it. We know what happened in those Nazi concentration camps, right? We know uh, Viktor Frankl seen his wife murdered there. He, um, he lost his entire family. They removed his wedding ring, and which he referred to as the last vestige of his known identity. And when they removed his ring, he said in that moment, he realized that they could take everything away from him except the last of human freedoms, which is our ability to think. Mm. That's so and he said, he said, regardless of what they put him through, he could still choose to hold a positive picture on the screen of his mind. Now, I'm laying in the trunk of this car and I'm thinking to myself, D, this is a tough experience, Lee. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying to myself, this is really a tough experience. But relative to what that man went through, this is probably a walk in the park. Mm. And if he could hold a positive picture on the screen of his mind, surely you can try. So that was something handy that came up earlier on. The second thing I want to share with your listeners that came up laying in the, in the boot of that car is there's a speaker from the West Coast of America, a speaker by the name of Michael Bernard Beckwith. And Beckwith has a three-step approach to anything negative that you're going through. 
And if you're listening to this and you've got a pen and paper in front of you, I want you to write these three steps down because they are absolutely gold. The first step in Beckwith's approach is, it is what it is, accept it. <laughs> yes. It's either going to control you or you're going to control it at least from a mental perspective. Now, very early on in this tough experience, I gave it over to the universe, uh, D. I said, you know, dad, you're running the show whether I make it out of this alive or dead. I accept the outcome because you're running the show. Four-armed guys, what was I going to do? Mm -hmm. The second step in Beckwith's approach is harvest the good. There's good in everything. If you're looking for it, you're going to find it. Now, you might be sitting there saying, gosh, Lee, tell me what was the good in that? Because I was looking for it, I found it. You know, my four-year-old son, Zach, was with me that weekend. He could so easily have been with me at quarter past two on that Sunday afternoon. Thank goodness he was at home. He was safe. My sister was supposed to come with me to look at these dining tables. Thank goodness she didn't make it. She was also at home. Wow. And that was something immediately I could start celebrating. I mean, this really tragic story of Viktor Frankl's, his experience in Auschwitz led to the third wave, um, the, the third Viennese wave of psychiatry. Sigmund Freud, Alfred Adler, and then came um, um, Viktor Frankl's logotherapy. So, you know, something really good came out of that. Um, the third step in Beckwith's approach is Forgive all the rest. Mm. Forgive means to let go of completely. Abandon. Just, you know, let it go. And we've all had some nasty things or bad things happen to us. You know, let it go. Mm. And because these three steps played in my mind, lying in the trunk of that car, D, I could start praying for these guys. I prayed for their parents. I prayed for their kids, even though there was a possibility they were going to take me away from my boy. I pray that they find a way to make it out of that sort of lifestyle to make a meaningful difference in the world. Now, I'm not telling you that or your listeners to impress you, but rather to impress upon you that regardless of what's happening in your outside world right now, in your business, from a financial perspective, in your relationships, you can still control your thinking. And why do you want to control your thinking? Because all great leaders of the past, they've disagreed on virtually everything, but they've all agreed we become what we think about. Mm. So you want to be controlling that. Well, anyway, they let me go three hours later behind one of the big hospitals here in Johannesburg. And when they let me go, it was it's actually in a township called Soweto where Nelson Mandela lived. And when they let me go, um, I phoned a family member, Keenan, to fetch me. And when he got there, he said, gee, was, I can't believe you as calm as you are. Mm -hmm. And the third thing from a mindset perspective that I was involved with that I'd like to share in relation to the story for your listeners is I was part of a group of about 25 mindset coaches from all around the world. We met on a Zoom call every day. We had a 90-day challenge where we were rewriting a chapter from a little book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. We were rewriting the chapter on serenity for 90 days. If you miss one day, you got to start at day one. Wow. I joined this group on the 24th of October, and this incident happened on the 13th of January, 2019. Wow. 
And I had been internalizing, impressing this serenity, self-control, calmness, equanimity on my subconscious for 79 days. And that's probably the reason I was as calm as I was, uh, Dijana. And these three mental tools had me mentally spiraling up in the trunk of that car. Now, imagine I didn't have those tools. I'd have been mentally spiraling down and I'd have jumped out at the back of that hospital an absolute emotional wreck. You know, does mindset coaching work? There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that proper elite level mindset coaching works. It's no rara motivation. We get you up today and you're down tomorrow. You know, a proper system that goes to the paradigm really does work. Now, why am I telling you and your listeners a story? Because I think right now with the pandemic and what's happening all around the world, and I mean, politics and a whole bunch of difference, there's just a lot of fear and negativity and people struggling. You know, in the, in the past two, two and a half years, we've, a lot of us had, have had to pivot in our businesses, right? But there's, there's a lot of negativity going around. And regardless of what's happening in our outside world, just like Viktor Frankl, you can still choose to hold a positive picture on the screen of your mind. Um, yeah, wow, that is so good. And it's so in alignment. Like, I think that, you know, this is really... I'm just blown away. Thank you for sharing this because I'm just blown away by the fact that I just recently, one of my, my, my friends, um, one of our calls, he read this, this, the serenity prayer, right? And it's, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept yeah. the change, the, the, the things that I cannot change, the serenity prayer, right? Yeah. And it was like just I'm just so blown away that everything is a, such a level of consciousness where I am attracting people who, who are repeatedly saying the same message right and this is something like that I need to embody and I feel is that the messages are coming through me not even like they're not happening for me but they are coming through me and it's just so powerful um and that's exactly what you said letting go not controlling anything and just being able to be in that state state of forgiveness i think for me it goes back to forgiving myself for for everything um practicing ho'oponopono <laughs> um oh, you also you also love that practice right so really like being um being humble and being appreciating myself for, for everything. And then like, also like, of course, forgiving everyone else. Um, I think that's such a great practice. Um, I wrote down so many notes and just so crazy. Um, how aligned this everything is. It's definitely when we, when we started this conversation and you asked me for a goal, what is the intent for, for this podcast? It's really about, and I forgot to tell you, it's really about like how we can make, positive change for even one human i can easily say that this conversation really had had this profound impact on me so i just want to thank you i appreciate your time so much because it just gave me that reassurance that we are going in the right direction and it's like following that inner guidance it really gives you that sense of I am becoming the best version of myself every single day. My pleasure, Dean. Thank you for having me. I've also enjoyed um, 
thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And I mean, there's um, just so much resonance in terms of the ideas we share and, and have in common. Yeah. yeah, so Michael Beckwith like really talks about law of resonance and this is like really that people oftentimes talk about law of attraction, but it really starts with that who you are being and what you are, who, how are you resonating to people and how you attract them by who you are being. Uh, yes, um, tell us about your gift and your serenity meditation. Uh, I'm just so excited to, to dive into it because it's such a serendipity i think right it, there is no coincidences right so that serenity chapter had such a profound impact on me that i went into a studio and i had it recorded with some background music and i made a, a meditation audio that i'm very proud of and that's what i want to give your listeners um they can get it at the following link http S colon forward slash forward slash B I T. So I'm going to spell it phonetically quick, as quick as I can. Bravo India Tango dot Lima Yankee. And then forward slash Serenity dash audio. Awesome. We're going to have that link also in the show notes um, for people to 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 get it to download it um i think it's gonna be so good people need that people are constantly in a hurry mm. and hurry is it puts you into a fearful anxious state i mean it's i'm not saying that we shouldn't be involved in massive activity but we need to maintain it in a calm or in a peace and still have the activity on the outside and and i believe if you know your listeners would listen to this meditation audio for 30 days it will go a long long way to helping them get to that calm relaxed and composed state i think peace is like everyone wants to have peace right at least for me like i can say that Sometimes we feel like it, it, it is, I'm going to have peace when I have money or when I, you know, no, you can internalize that peace now and that's going to transcend in everything that you desire, like that peaceful state. And it's really about reassurance that you're good and, and being in that presence. I think that's like Eckhart Tolle talks about, the, 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 you know, now the presence, um, not being in a hurry experiencing life here and now yeah um <laughs> that was good like i think that, that you know people just need to realize that more you chase life more life escapes from you and really being in that state of i'm good life is good as it is right now um and fully fully experiencing what it is that it is right now <laughs> in all capacity i think all capacities everything the whole emotional spectrum sometimes we want to escape from the pain just feel it don't dwell on it don't be in it too long but just feel it everything that comes and that's something i'm learning as well is to stay more present in the moment and more and more connected 
to the feeling aspect, which is what you're talking about, right? Because feeling is the secret. Um, you know, called feeling is the secret. And all of these law of attraction teachers, you know, they'll, they'll tell you that that's, I mean, why is gratitude such an important component of your growth, of you staying in the right frame of mind, the right vibration, is because it keeps you, it's, it's, it's one of the modalities to keep you present. I really feel it. I think like people now might be listening and I just recently did the 31 day challenge in January where I would like really uh, throw some G bombs. I call them G bombs instead of gratitude bombs and really like, but really feeling everyone who connected with me on that day, I expressed deep gratitude why they, why I'm grateful for them in my life. And it's really about embodying the feeling. Why are you sometimes it's like, okay, I'm grateful for, you know, computer. I'm no, like feel it, feel it in your body. What does that mean to be grateful and appreciative for someone? Right. Spot on. So gratitude can become an intellectual exercise, right? And we want to connect with the emotional side of it. So my gratitude practice, what I found the, is after I say, you know, I'm grateful for my son's excellent school, mm. I ask myself a question on top of that. Why am I grateful for that? And the why connects me with the emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so good. Oh my God, I think like we could go for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but in respect of your time, and I'm sure that we are going to connect in some, some different occasions and opportunities, I'm sure, that, because that's the, the vibration, right? The resonance. Um, I'm just so inspired by your story and inspired by your wisdom. Um, it's obvious, like, why you have success as, as you have, because if you, you are walking the talk, um, I just love this conversation. Um, where can people connect with you? Tell us, like, what is number one social media that you just love to connect with people we're going to link all of them but what is one that is really like hey send me a message if that resonated with you so linkedin i'd say linkedin number one um you can find me on linkedin lee rubik or uh, facebook i'm also very active on facebook as well amazing so we're gonna link all of that so guys if if anything, I'm sure that you got so many nuggets. I sure did. And knowing my audience, like really nerds and low taking notes, take action. This is now, if you felt inspired, take action, connect with Lee, download his um, ser serenity uh, meditation. And yes, I'm just so grateful. I'm seriously so grateful. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I cannot wait to see what you are creating in the world and to be positively inspired by you. Coach D, thank you for having me. And um, once again, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Speak soon. Ciao. <laughs>Thank you so, 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 so much, you beautiful soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know you could be doing a gazillion other things, and I don't take this lightly. I really, truly, deeply appreciate your time and your support. And if you love this episode, please subscribe if you haven't yet and leave us a review at reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. 
let me say this again, reviewthispodcast.com forward slash insider. You can leave a review on any device, which makes this super easy and sexy and really helps me to reach more people just like you. And with that being said, I'm sending you a daily dose of vitamin D. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. Until next time, fearless dreamer. Mwah.